Welcome. If you're looking to unlock the secrets of the mind, to live a life that's free of care and anxiety, and to be the happiest you that you can be, then you're in the right place. This is Growing the Good, the Mindful Podcast. And welcome to Growing the Good, the Mindful Podcast, with me, your host, Hayley Kearns, and I am joined, as ever, by my good friend and co-host, who's grinning at me in a very strange way, Neil West. How are you today, Neil? I'm very well, thank you. That was wonderful. a wonderful introduction. <laughs> you almost sounded like you meant it that time. <laughs> yes, I'm no, just, I'm fine. I'm, I'm just fine. a bit disturbed by what, what my microphone sat on. I've, I've put a little <laughs> bit of... Um, insulation around it to see if it cuts down on the mindful traffic that seems very busy today so hopefully you won't hear it but if you do uh, it's just part of the mindful experience we accept it we acknowledge it we let it pass by yeah. it looks like there's a muppet sat on there. it does look a bit <laughs> like i've wrapped the microphone in a muppet <laughs> we will see we'll see if it sounds any better okay so it's my turn to take charge which is always very exciting. Yes. So my after, unknowing mind, my, yeah. my beginner's so, mind. Hmm. So after you did your five top mindful people, ah, yes. I was just going to do my top mindful people, but then I thought I would um, make it a little bit more personal and do the five people that I think have kind of influenced my mindfulness journey. Ah. So they might be a bit random. Am I on there? <laughs> number one, Neil. Ah, always number, number one. one. Um, <laughs> so I don't know where to start. I don't know if they're in any... I haven't kind of ranked them. In no particular order. No. Um, I suppose I, I need to start with um, the, the people that were responsible for our introduction to mindfulness really our well our introduction to getting accredited we're teenagers <laughs> no. um our introduction to mindfulness and getting accredited and, and okay. d- diving deep so that's uh lorna and michael so lorna mm. walker and michael breedy who are or were the founders of youth mindfulness yes. they they both well michael's now I know. Solely, I know. <laughs> yeah, solely, solely in control of youth mindfulness now, and Lorna's gone off to do other things, of which we've we've um, taken part, haven't we? We did the par- parents' mindfulness and the family mindfulness with them. So, um, if you can still get hold of it, her binaural brain uh, yes. video is very good. Yeah, it's very interesting, isn't it? So I just thought they were worth us mentioning because. They were really the very first introduction to mindfulness we had when I mm. took my then quite young teenagers along to a youth mindfulness session um, and came back they're, from it. They're, they're both Buddhist monks now, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Almost. Not, not quite. Not quite, but... And then came back and obviously spoke to you and said, we have to we have to investigate this, we have to get involved in this. Yeah. Uh, and I think just because we'd worked... With young people for so long and when it when you kind of think back a lot of the things we were doing were mindful they were encouraging mm. confidence and you know focusing on the present moment and being grateful for what you have yeah. and seeing the positives and things we just hadn't kind of worked, not labeled it as mindfulness as such but a lot of the activities 
you think a lot of the activities we did were quite well, mindful in content? The, 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 the idea that by being creative you put people into that state of flow where the storytelling mind is paused mm. for a moment and people think less about their worries and anxieties because they're focused on the fun creative thing that they're doing. Mm. We, did, we did a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, and a lot, of a lot of other aspects of mindfulness which are quite counterintuitive, I think, that, that we, um, you know, people aren't initially able to accept, but then start to see the, 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 the rational um, sense mm. behind it, I suppose. Um, you know, the, the, the idea of, you know, that the, there is no good or bad, there are just things mm. that happen. Uh, is difficult for some people at first, isn't it? And, and getting away from these ideas of forgiveness and punishment, and, yeah. and just talking about, you know, that sometimes things we do cause suffering for others or suffering for ourselves. But that doesn't mean that we um, we punish people or bear grudges and yeah. things. We just learn from that experience. Um, not everyone is always no. initially as open to that. No, idea. but I think the way that we put, you know, everybody was welcome at the sessions, and we did. Um, kind of facilitate children that wouldn't necessarily spend time together oh, yes. to, to work together. Yeah. So, yes. And building a community, I think yeah. that's always been part of what we do, hasn't it? Kind of yeah, so I think, you know, and I think certainly I'd done mindfulness myself before doing the, the training with Lana and Michael, but it was your first introduction, wasn't it? In it was very much so. Yeah, so, so I think they're, they're definitely... Worth worth a mention, I think, and yes, kind of. And I also think the way they worked together kind of mirrored us a little bit as well. They were kind of they worked. Yeah, well, yeah, they were. Well, they were. She's kind she's of. quite kind to him, as I recall. <laughs> well, who knows what's going on there? You know, they're not working together now. We'll they're not working up. No. Um, so yeah, so that is uh, Lana and Michael. They are on my. Top five people. I think working, who, stretching a point of reference for what we do together, really. <laughs> Just having fun. Um, okay, who shall I go to next? Uh, I'm going to go to Professor Steve Peters. Ah, yes, of course. Do you know? No, I've read it. Uh, have you heard of the chimp paradox? Ah, yes, I have. Yeah. Yes. So uh, I've brought a lot. I've brought along to let you have a look at the the. The book by Professor Steve Peters, yes. um, which is called My Hidden Chimp. So this was one that he wrote after quite a few years after doing the chimp paradox, when people were wanting a more child-friendly approach. Ten helpful habits to understand and manage emotions, thinking, and behaviour. Mm. Oh. So it. it it's based on this premise that you have this. It's a, it's talking about your negative bias and that, that inner, and that inner voice. You know that that inner voice that we all have. And the way that he looks at it is he refers to it as your, your chimp, your inner chimp, yes. and you name that and you recognise that. Yeah, I can see that, because we, mm. we do that with, uh, well, a bit like the colour monster, isn't it? Yes. If you, if you separate yourself from your emotions, or the um, build a house for sadness, mm. once you've kind of personified that emotion as something separate and different from you, it's easy then to approach it with kindness, isn't it? And, yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's what he's intended. Yeah, and quite often... Um, you know, with other other pod, like mindful things that I've listened to and, and courses and stuff, quite often they do say you name that. Um, you know, I, I think sometimes with, with diets and things they call it you're in a demon, don't me? And, the, uh, and it's, um, but I just I, I thought he was I, I find him like interesting. Yeah. yeah, because the, the adult well, one is yeah, yeah. So this is yeah. for young people, and it's done very much. Um, 
along the the premise of, of journaling really and, and mm. you know that's something that we use a lot with young people well, so if you look after your chimp you can stop it from taking over yeah it's a bit like yeah. di- di- difficult emotions that if you understand them can see your, your anger or your, your uh, sadness it can stop that becoming the yeah the and it's it's emotion. where sometimes you can behave in a way you know when children often lash out or say things and then afterwards they're almost consumed with, with a bit of guilt and oh I didn't mean to say it, I didn't mean yes. to do that. Yeah, all those it, layers of emotion. Yeah. It's understanding that that that's perfectly no- normal and lots of people do that, but it's recognising that that isn't you. Just yeah. because you behaved in that way doesn't mean that that is you as a person. Which I think for children that, you know, can be can be quite difficult. Mm-hmm. Um obviously he's a psychiatrist and so his his stuff is based on that kind of the, the psychological yeah. approach to things, um, because he specialises in, you know, the the fi- the workings of our inner mind and ah, things. Yeah. Um, yes. But I the reason there's something going on in there, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. but the reason I it, I kind of chose that is because it is, um, obviously in school where I've tried to bring mindfulness into school and and lots of children taken that on board. This seems to be the go-to for parents. Yeah. Um, and the one that children can kind of get along with and they'll work yeah. their way through the book and journal and stuff. And it is, it is quite interesting, that journaling. I, I'm not a serial journaler. I don't do it all the time, but occasionally... You are more, perhaps, inclined to do it than I am. I know mm. when we do work with young people, you yeah. encourage them to do journaling and things. Yeah, because I think some, it, it's almost like... Oh, I don't know when you go for counselling and things, and when you sometimes just by getting things mm. out, saying things out in the open, but to get it down on paper can be useful. So it, you know, I I don't do it every night, but it is something that I do I do mm. use and try and. I'm a, I am a list writer. You know, yeah. I do write down things I need to get done and so on. But is that to manifest uh, them, or is that just so you don't forget? Just so I don't forget <laughs> to do them usually. Yeah. But do you feel that sense of accomplishment if you then look at that list and you? Uh, yeah, I suppose it's nice to see a lot of things ticked off, isn't Cause it? Because I, I yeah. just have like a, I suppose, an ever-evolving list. Yes. So, you know, as quick you as you're ticking things the on the top, you tick it. I think that's the nature of the, the job that we that do. I don't have much to do, doesn't <laughs> really. So, yeah. Only so three things on my list. Yeah. Yeah, so brush teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Put, wear shoes, wear pants. That's how, <laughs> and then you've won, then goals. you've achieved at life. Win, 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 win. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so along with Lauren and Michael, Steve Peters is somebody that, not somebody that I've done lots and lots of reading into, because he's mm-hmm. only got those two books, and he, he just runs this, you know, you can have training with them and do the, the chimp management, he has chimp management in the company, and he can go and do training and stuff, mm-hmm. but somebody that... Is there a whole range of, like, chimp puppets and chimp t-shirts, chimp hats? He's missing a trick if there isn't. I don't get some know. merch, get some merch. It isn't something that's kind of... There isn't, because usually they, they pushed in schools, these things, but it hasn't been, but it just seemed to be one of those books that people yeah. go to and, and find quite useful. So, yeah, and I suppose when you look at it, a lot of the things that we use, the techniques that we use are very similar, mm-hmm. similar themes. Yeah, so that's um, Professor Steve Peters. Um, and the next one I'm going to do is Jay Shetty. Ah, yes. You've heard of Jay Shetty. I have, I like um, well, Jay Shetty is, um, again, he is an English podcaster, an author, oh, a life coach, and like this is what he looks like. Oh, he's far too good looking. <laughs> he's not got a face for podcasting. <laughs> no, so he is, he is 
in the the Calm community. He's one of the speakers on you know the Calm app. Right. I bet he's a really nice person as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. and he's got an equally. <laughs> it's very handsome. He's got an equally beautiful wife, oh, and they yeah. write. I mean, he's just—they've just written a new book actually called Eight Rules to Love" because they have a lovely, wonderful, successful marriage. And a sense of gratitude that yeah. he's having such a perfect life. Yeah. <laughs> so he, but again, he was one of the before he even knew what it looked like. That's an added bonus. Um, <laughs> his voice. I, I like the way this podcast. Is yeah, really his like. voice is is really kind of. Calming and soothing. So on the Calm app, you know, when I listen to, because I, I know you're not a massive fan of guided meditations, are you? Uh, not recorded ones, no. no. I like it when I'm with people, but I don't tend to listen to the recorded yeah. ones, mainly because, and, and I do apologise to our twenty-five percent American audience. They tend to be American, and it, it's a bit distracting when it's not your own accent. I suppose. Oh, is that? Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, sorry Americans, yeah. I do love you, but, yeah. you know, it's, it's, uh, it's yeah, just... Yeah, I mean, me. I... You I can't mean, get I, many in the Northern yeah. accents. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I quite like guided meditations, I do I do quite find them interesting, and, and Jay... It's maybe just distracting, you know, and it's you're more interested in, oh, I wonder which part of America they're from. Oh, right, things. you kind of, you're going off on you a... You're off on a little journey oh, of not right, listening okay. to them. Oh, I just listen. But I mean, I am a big fan of like audio books and things as oh, well. True, I used because yeah. obviously that's one of the things when we first started getting into mindfulness. I recognised that the car was a constant source of stress and anger for me. The journey. Oh, hey, yeah. I mean, you, you, you're one of the most calm. Um, so, drivers, I, and then I realised that part of that was because I was listening to the radio and the news was all negative and the news was telling me about all the traffic. Yeah, yeah. So I decided to not listen to the radio. Mm-hmm. And just listen to audiobooks. So now, you know, being in traffic is. I quite like it, really. Like, I, it doesn't bother me because I get to listen to more of my. You say this to people, don't they? They say, I have no time to be mindful. Mm. Well, you take the time that you don't enjoy and you make that your mindful. Yeah, time, right? that's it. So, and it's and the then, supermarket queue, you know, the, 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 the um, Jekyll meditation. Yeah, you know, just absolutely. any time when you've got that time you've to just listen. Nowhere to be and nothing to do yeah. and nowhere to go. Yeah, so um so yeah, so Jay Shetty is one of the the speakers on, on Calm. Um but he does a lot of podcasting, um, a lot of like video blogs mm-hmm. and things, pops up on Facebook and lots of other social media all the time, offering his little wisdom and snippets on how to have a successful, happy life and successful and happy marriage. Um so obviously I was quite interested in him, so I did a little bit of digging as you do. Um, Stalking is called Bailey. Getting <laughs> trouble for that. And he, um, he's in, he's English. Where does he live? And he went, to, <laughs> he went to um, business school. And when he was at business school, um, there was a speaker called Garanja Darge, and he came to business school to talk about his experiences of living a minimalist life. Ah, it was all about yes. you know. Yeah. Um, and Jay Shetty kind of really got was interested and kind of so then he um the tour that this guy was on doing his speaking about a minimalist life he joined him and kind of followed him around to finish the tour um he then um spent a few summers interning with the Hare Krishnas oh interesting um and then he became he went to he went to Mumbai three years became a monk Mm. a a Buddha a Vedic monk Vedic monk I don't know but um, and then came back to the UK. He lives in California now, though. 
Um, but uh, came back to the UK and then created this this um, podcast called On Purpose, and that was about you know making that having that intention to live a mindful and happy life. And then from since that, he's then become part of the Calm team. He's on the Calm community. You can listen to the Daily J. Little insights. Mm. Five They're the ones insight. who keep chameleons. Calm, 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 calm. <laughs> Uh, and then he Rory also, Tony, yeah, yeah you are. Um, he wrote a very, a very successful book, which I've not read, but is on the list. Yeah, on the list of books uh, called. I'm not warming to him. Ah, oh, <laughs> called Think Like a Monk. Okay. Think Like a Monk, um, and it's based on reducing stress and improving focus in your life. And then him and his wife just released another book called Eight Wheels of Love. Mm. There you go. But I suppose the reason. So what is it about this rich, popular, successful, good-looking, <laughs> intelligent <laughs> individual that, that appeals to you, Hayley? I just feel like he, he kind of... He, he brings mindfulness into popular... He kind of bridges that gap, doesn't he, between that? Between me and popular, <laughs> successful people. <laughs> I don't know. I just like him. I just okay. I quite like... I like. He's got a soothing voice. That's fine. I like That's okay. kind of like that. Um, so yes, yeah, so that's trial here. Yeah, so that is Jay Jay Shetty. So going from Jay Shetty, and then going to move on to Charlie Maxey. Ah yes, yes, I do know where we are now. Yes, so obviously Charlie Maxey is an illustrator and a, an a artist, mm-hmm. but he kind of shot to fame really with the release of his children's book, The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse. Yes. Oscar winning, I believe. Yes. Well, they made it into they made it into a film, haven't they? An animated film. I've got the the one I brought with me is the animated story. I thought you might like mm. to look. At. The other one's got pictures as well, but um, it's quite lovely. Um, and some, you know, his the reading of this book it has become very very popular. With children, I kind of gave quite a lot of copies as gifts because when I read it, it's just so. It's kind of a lot of affirmations. Yeah, all strung together in a bit of a story, so which is lovely. But it's almost like the story becomes a mindfulness practice, Mm -hmm. really. Yeah. Because you've got your pictures. It's talking about kindness and friendship, and and not really dwelling on the what ifs. What ifs going to happen? So. It's a series of moments rather than. It is, uh, yeah. So, and I like it's something that you can dip into. The illustrations are really beautiful. Um, you can, you know, and, and the thing I like about Charlie Maxey is, nice, yeah, he, he basically said he doesn't mind, because in the, the school where I work, our head bought every class a copy, and then he bought another copy that he cut up and we've got in frames yes. and things, and Charlie Maxey's very much fine, we produce my prints, he's not bothered about that. So I've got in the um, my room at school my favourite quote from it, which is, isn't it odd? We can only see our outsides, but nearly everything happens on our insides. Mm. And I thought it was quite a nice way of kind of summing up what mindfulness is, isn't it? Yeah. Best, best if we're the best way around, but let's be fair. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I really like that. I really like the, the fact that, again, anything that is getting children into mindfulness without them realising it, mm-hmm. it just it becomes a natural thing. Um, I, I do really like and... Yeah. Um, yeah, and I like the fact that you know he does again when you have a, a look into Charlie Maxey, he um, 
He also runs a, a social enterprise. He's from. Um, ah, he's stroking here. He does. There's another book he's stroking. I know. I love, I love yeah. a nice book. Um, so he's worked with Nelson Mandela. He created a series of lithographs with Nelson oh, Mandela, right, which yeah. is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also runs a, a honey, a honey oh, social so enterprise. You're, you're making me kick myself mm-hmm. now for not putting him in my five mindful people last time. Yeah, Nelson go. Mandela. Yeah. <laughs> so in Zambia, he runs this social enterprise where it gets like low-income families um, to become beekeepers, oh. which I really love. So that was um, quite nice. You know, so these are he, nice things. I'm liking it. Yeah, and he does things like, you know, he did T-shirts with his designs on, but he's got the ability to knock up a picture. Hmm. Like, obviously, when the, the Queen, when Queen Elizabeth lost There's her life, a, he did the picture. It reminds me his style of the kind of Japanese Zen paintings. Yeah, Stealing my thunder here. Um, but oh, yes, sorry, so the, the, the font that he uses is very similar. Like yeah, it's, it's lovely, isn't it? And it's just, yeah, I just think it's one of those that you can just pick up and almost like, I mean, you know, I like my affirmations and the yes. affirmation of the day, and you can pick up the power thought cards and things. I've mentioned Louise Hay before, I've learned the power thought cards. But this is similar to that, that you can just kind of open a page. But I mean, look at that. Life is difficult, but you are loved nice isn't it so you can just you can kind of use it like that as well so yeah i do yeah. really like yeah. i like him so yeah that's charlie maxi is that my number four it is one more one. right i don't know I, I i'm gonna um go out on a limb here and say you've not heard of this person who's this now? it's paul sinton hewitt paul sinton no, not unless he was part of the government in the 1980s. Right? <laughs> no, no. Um, so Paul Sinton Hewitt um, was born in Zimbabwe mm. and became, at age five, became a ward of the state. So spent, so grew up predominantly in boarding schools and, oh, and right, things. Okay. Um, he moved to the UK as an adult and, you know, he, he had a tough, tough start to life. So a lot of, a lot of um, things going on. So in 1995, he had a breakdown. And he realised that one of the things that helped him to deal with all the personal challenges was exercise. (laughs) (laughs) Which is why I kind of thought that you might not have heard of him. So he is the the person... Saving my my joints for later living. Yeah. So he is the founder of Parkrun. Ah. You've heard of Parkrun. All the people. So many people. So, um, yeah, so he's, you know realizing that exercise kind of saved him and, and helped him okay. to recover from his breakdown he Crosses created yeah he created part run which is inclusive it's an inclusive yeah. approach to sport no when you do it it's competitive and deadly <laughs> no, when you do it. not with my running i'm, <laughs> I'm a tortoise i'm very much a tortoise and not a hare in the running stakes but um, i do enjoy part run it's something that you can do with families you can be any ability you can walk it you can run it you can take your dog you can take your pram you know it's oh. Uh, even have somebody even have, even have somebody in the pram if you will. <laughs> so this started because um, a little bit like you know when I talked about the laughter yoga and so I like things that come from nothing. Mm. Oh, I just thought somebody else could have put on oh, that. Be another episode. Um, so in two thousand four, he started uh, this Bushy Park Time Trail, and um, he was unemployed, had a leg injury, so couldn't run quite a lot. But he just basically wanted to try and do a bit of a five k. Uh, this evolved into the park run. And when the park run started, there were 13 entrants. Right. Mm-hmm. By 2010, 
Um, he'd added on a junior park run, which was just 2K. And then by 2018, there were 220,000 people participating wow. in over 1,500 park runs Gosh, globally. imagine if you had an ice cream van there. Well... <laughs> So this is global. So oh, now, global, yeah. So now there are over a million park runs, and the premise is that they uh, they're on nine o'clock on a Saturday morning, free, <coughs> all run by volunteers. People volunteer to be marshals, um, and just incredible events. Really, I mean, our local one at Hay Hall, which mm-hmm. is the one that I sometimes go to if I'm not running children here, there, and everywhere. Um, you know, you get like I think there were two hundred and eighty people there the other day. So yeah. you know, it's yeah. it's grown, um, and it's just who it, knows? Maybe there'll be two hundred and eighty-one next time. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, so maybe you might join us once you're all patched oh, yes. up and better. Not, not at the moment. No. Yeah, the moment. Um, but it just and for me, I think that park run is something. You know, running is something that I do use yeah. as a mm. as a way of being mindful. It's it's kind of. A release. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, it's you know just something I enjoy. It's something I can do with friends. I'm not particularly you know I'm not beating any land speed records or entering into any marathons. But you know my plodding, as I call it, is is something that's very um, a big part of what I do, and it keeps me kind of going. So I I thought it was quite interesting. It is interesting. Mm. All your choices have been very interesting yeah. and surprising in. in well, I was just trying to, I did start to think, oh, I'll try and look for some different people, and then I thought, no, I'll just focus on ones yeah. that are important to me. So, go. there we go. So, if um, you want to share any of your thoughts on any of my people, if any of you want to mm-hmm. jump to Jay Shetty's defence, <laughs> not really, <laughs> not really taken I'm to sorry. it. I'm sorry, you, you know I don't mean that. <laughs> uh, then we'd I love to hear, yeah, then we'd love to hear from you, so you can find us on Facebook, where we are, One Together CIC, you can email us at One Together CIC at gmail.com or you can (laughs) you can contact us through our website which is onetogethercic.co.uk but for now this is Growing the Good the the Mindful Mindful Podcast Podcast, and we will see you next next time time. brilliant this is Growing the Good the Mindful Podcast